What's going on, world? What's happening? Casey Vibe back for yet another podcast. We're on episode. Dang, what episode is this? 12, I think. Yeah, 12. Is episode 12? One deuce, I guess so. Yeah, We're we on episode another. 12, and as promised, today's episode is going to be how we turned our test into a testimony. Yes, sir. Yep. So go ahead, get what you got to get. Enjoy this short musical interlude. And yeah, we'll, yeah. And we'll be back in one sec. like that we are back like we never love yeah so whenever we're looking at our podcast topics right we try and find a what do you call it a quote yeah a quote a saying <clears throat> something that fits in with kind of like what we're talking about you know something that you guys can can key in on so as we're looking for our quote for today's podcast, the one that stood out the most was this one. You ready? Go ahead. It says, your story is the key that can unlock someone else's prison. Share your testimony. Mm-hmm. You want to run that back one more time? Go ahead. Your story mm. is the key that can unlock someone else's mm. prison. Share your testimony. Share your testimony. Crazy, right? Can I get an amen? Wow, right. <laughs> so, with with that being said, let's dive into our story. Yeah. Right? Where should we start? Where should we start? Let's take it back to... What year was that? <clears throat> 2014? Yeah, it was 2014. 2014? Mm-hmm. And... There was a time where our relationship was tested, mm-hmm. right? Our faith was tested, and it just seems like everything around us was just kind of crumbling down. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot going on in 2014. 2014 really changed our lives. It did. It really did. Yep. And... I mean, we're honest with the people. I wasn't sure if our relationship was going to be able to overcome that. Yeah, withhold the... The storm. The storm, yeah. What was going on. And we're in the process of a lot. You know? We're in the process of you transitioning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Out of the military, not... Sexually. <laughs> nah, no, I ain't never that. Now, hold on now, bro. I ain't gonna be none of that. No disrespect to the LGBTQ community. But I ain't on that level now. We're in the process of you transitioning out of the military. And we're at a point in our relationship where, honestly, we had lost focus in one another. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did. I mean, that, like I said, there was a lot going on, you know. And I wasn't expecting to get out of the military that soon. And so, uh, you know, I was panicking because she was pregnant. We found out she was pregnant. 
And uh, it was like... Baby number four. Yeah, number four. And it was like, man, how the heck am I supposed to be able to support my kids? And they ain't got no job. So, yeah, it was a lot going on. And we didn't know where we were going to go. Because at the time, we were still in Georgia. And we had we had nothing <laughs> going on. So, we got to the point where you were working at... Errands? Yeah, I started working at Errands. I was working at CVS. Yeah. We still had bills due. Still had three other kids to support. We... (laughs) There was was a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And I tell people a lot, the best part about hitting rock bottom is there's no lower... You can't go any lower. Once yeah. you hit rock bottom, the only place you can go is up, right? That's true. Definitely true. So, we kept a lot of stuff that was going on with us under under wraps. Yeah. You know, yeah, nobody, know, nobody knew that we were going through as much as we were going through at the time that we were going through it. Mm-hmm. And the craziest part about it is during that whole time period, there were... Other people that I was talking to, helping them with their relationship and stuff. Meanwhile, I didn't know <laughs> what direction my relationship was headed in. It was a crazy part, right? Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. I mean, because that, that situation, you know, really put stress upon us. And, you know, me stressing out even more, not knowing how I was going to support my family. Caused her to stress out, you know. It, it was, wasn't good. Wasn't good. That's not why I was stressed out. What? I was stressed out because at the time we weren't where we needed, needed to be. Needed to be. Yeah. Like, we weren't seeing eye to eye. And it kind of goes back to what we talked about in our old podcast, right? Because like we told you guys, when we talk about stuff, it's because it's from experience. And this particular experience was we weren't communicating. We weren't talking to one another. We weren't discussing the issues that we were having. We were just kind of burying them under the hatchet. And those issues were kind of like snowballing into a bigger problem till it got to the point where it almost broke us. Yeah. So we did that for a couple months, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then one day, my mom calls. And she's like, I don't know what it is, but I know that there's something going on. Yeah, like she had a vision or something. And I'm like, we're good. We're good. (laughs) And she was like, no, you're not. And that's when they were like, y'all should come down here, move to Kansas until y'all figure out what y'all are going to do. Let me tell you, did you want to move to Kansas? Heck no. Nah. We did not want to move to no Kansas. I was like, man, look, I am here in my home state of Georgia, not too far away from Atlanta, not too far away from my people. And this is where I wanted to get out at anyway when I got out. Man, moving to Kansas with Dorothy and Toto? Yeah, I just. Nah. And me, I just didn't, I didn't want to move back home. Because one thing about it, once you've been on your own, you don't want to go back to living at your parents' house. So I was like, nah, I really I really don't want to do that. 
But then it's like we one day decide to wake up, right? And we're like, if we're going to make this work, we're, we're going to have to make this work. And we decided for the benefit of us, mm-hmm. our kids, mm-hmm. and the baby that was on the way, we we're like, maybe, just maybe, we need to make this move. Yeah. It wasn't an easy decision. I mean, because the bills were still coming in. Yeah. But the income was not what it was at before. And it's not like before it was a lot of income. Yeah, but it was even worse. I think I was making about like $10 an hour. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> so we packed up. Hold on. What's up? Before we go there, we're going to tell yeah, them how, how this thing actually worked out, how everything just fell into place. Look. That's all right. Okay. Okay. okay we packed. You ain't going to tell them about how everything fell into okay, place with transportation and all that. Okay. 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 Oh, let me drop my nugget Go first. Ahead. When God has an ultimate plan for you, he is going to force you to go in the direction in which he wants you to go. So no matter what you try to do out of selfishness, if it's not meant for you to do, it's not going to happen. So we're trying to do everything possible to keep from moving, right? And then one day we just woke up and we were like, you know what? Let's do it, right? Yeah. Now, before, let's let's take it back. Let's take it back. Okay. Before you got out the military, mm-hmm. we sat in the office, right? Mm-hmm. What was the one thing your leadership told you? Oh, they told me I wasn't going to be able to find a job. <laughs> tell him, you will be lucky yeah. if you get hired as a manager or something at a restaurant. Yeah. Pretty much saying you ain't going to amount to nothing. Yeah. Right? Chad's yep. home of record was Georgia. Born and bred. So, when you get out of the military... They'll move you one last time, but they will only move you to your home of record. record. So here all this stuff is stacking up against us. And we're like, oh, we're going to have to do a Diddy move. We're going to have to do this, that, and the third. Hold on. Some folks don't know what a Diddy move is. We're going to have to do a do-it-yourself move. We're going to have to move ourselves. We're going to have to cough up all this money that we already don't have. So... Who turned you on the CCA? Your your parents. So um, there was a, a jail, right? I'll let you tell yeah. CCA story. Well, what happened was is that um, I was like, man, ain't no way. I'm I'm looking for jobs all over the place in our area. Nobody's hiring. They want all this experience. The only thing I really had was the military experience that I had, and. The experience that I had as a, in the military, I was a 88 Mike, which is a motor transport operator, a.k.a. truck driver in simple <laughs> context. So I'm like, okay, driving trucks, I, I wouldn't mind doing that. So I put in to be a truck driver, you know, to do the CDL thing, but I couldn't pass the medical exam because of my high blood pressure. I had very high blood pressure. So I couldn't pass the medical screening for that, and I couldn't get hired nowhere else. So, um, 
my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, they told me about this job, this corporation called CCA, Corporations Corporation of America. Mm-hmm. And uh, they basically is a company that contract different jails and prisons and stuff like that. And they was telling me about one in Leavenworth, Kansas. And I was like, we're not moving to Kansas. So they got to have one close by in our location. And I phoned one. I phoned one. It was in some part of Georgia, <laughs> like in the, the boondocks of Georgia. And I had an interview there. I applied for the position, and they interviewed me, and they wanted to hire me. But the problem was is that the goddamn place was almost two hours away from where we lived at. And I was like, man, I don't think this is going to work. And then they were only paying, paying like a dollar more than what I was getting paid at errands. I'm like, I don't know if this would be worth it. And I was like, yeah, Lee, man. I said, I really don't want to move to Kansas, but I'll tell you what. I said, if I call up there to Leavenworth, Kansas, and they are willing to interview me, we'll go. Because I already knew if I got an interview, I was going to get the position. So I called up there. I filled out, I refilled out my application to that particular place in Leavenworth. And they called me back the same day and was like, hey, can you come in for an interview tomorrow? <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't think I can make it tomorrow because right now I'm still in Georgia. And the lady was like, the HR lady was like, well, when can you be down here? I was like, can I call you back? She was like, of course. And I was kind of like, what, she going to let me call her back? <laughs> so I called her. Uh, after I got the phone with her, I told Kanisha, I said, hey, look, this is what's going on. They want to interview me at the CCA in Leavenworth, Kansas. I said, are you willing to go? And at first she was still kind of like, nah, uh-uh, I don't want to move to no Kansas. But like I said, we started seeing the income and the expenses, and it wasn't matching. So she finally hopped on board. I said, here's the other problem that we're finna run into is with transportation with the Army. Because the mugs ain't only going to move me to my home of record, which is in Atlanta, well, close to Atlanta. It was um, three and a half hours from where we were living. Yeah. So I'm like, well, God dang, man. I said, how are we going to get our stuff there? People, let me tell you what happened. I called transportation on Fort Stewart, Georgia, and told them, hey. Our final move. You guys owe me one more move because I already already out, and I I never used my final move. I said, you guys owe me one more move. And the lady was like, okay, where are you trying to go? And she was like, uh, and I was like, uh, trying to go to Leavenworth, Kansas. And she was like, uh, according to our paperwork, we can only send your stuff. To Fort Gibbon. And I was like, golly, man. I was like, I, I really need to get to Kansas. So the lady was like, hold on, let me see something. And she came back and she was like, okay, we can uh, get your stuff to Kansas. I said, what? I was like, in my head, I was like, what? This ain't supposed to be happening, you know? <laughs> but it was happening. So she was like, okay, well, Let's go ahead and schedule um, transportation. And this was on like a, well, Tuesday, I believe. And she scheduled transportation to be in my house on a Thursday. (laughs) So 
I'm gonna tell you folks, they came and they pat my stuff up. Matter of fact, let me let me go back a little bit. So after she you told me, what you mean, Mister? You part? missed the most important part. What was that? At what moment did you see that everything was gonna be okay? At what moment? At that moment, to be honest with you, at the moment when they told me that we, they can pack my stuff up. No. What? Okay. What are you referring to? It was to? way before then. Okay. Remind me. It was me. before transportation, before the job opportunity. You were sitting in your car. Yeah. Yeah. I I had a. Uh, I told God. I said, "Look. I said, give me a sign that things are gonna be okay. I said, give me a sign, please, that everything's gonna be okay. And it's brightest day outside, guys. It's like in the middle of the afternoon." And I look out my window. It was cloudy. It was cloudy. I looked out my window, and the clouds started to separate. And the moon was shown to me. The moon. I'm talking about the real moon. And I was not like, the fake moon? Not the fake moon. I'm talking about the real moon. <laughs> but, you know, the moon is fake anyway. But, um, I'll get to that later. But it was like, it, it was clear as day. Like, it just, everything just moved out the way. And the moon was right there. And there was a sign. Hey, everything's going to work itself out. And I was like, okay. I said, okay, cool. That's when I realized everything was going to be okay. So here it is. Within a week, we decided to give ourselves a second chance, second go around. Transportation came. Completely Hold on, let me get back. Let me, let me get back with that. Before transportation came, when, when they... Before they showed up, I told the lady, I called HR back at CCA, and I told the lady, hey, I'll be there Monday. <laughs> I'll be there Monday. So she scheduled me in for Monday at 1 o'clock for an interview. So let's let's do this. So now you have to realize that whenever you're going through a situation, and the situation is starting to get better, and you think that that situation is going to be great, there's still going to be certain daggers that are going to be thrown at you to try to throw you off your game a little bit. We had to clear our house mm -hmm. and leave, right? We are leaving out of Georgia on a back road, and the U-Haul trailer <laughs> that is carrying our second vehicle chain pops. Mm-hmm. And start sparking on the ground. So we pull over with barely any cell phone signal. And this was the wild part. Middle of the road. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. No, no nothing around us. I call 911 <laughs> to try to get some help. 911 tells me to hang up and call back because they can't locate the cell tower, a location in which we are calling from. Mm -hmm. So, after a while, a cop finally shows up and helps us there, but we were stranded on that road for about two, two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. And that's when we started thinking, bruh, is this the move we're supposed to be making? Mm hmm. <laughs> are, are, are we making the right move right now? Because here it is. We barely out the border of Georgia. And we already at a halt. Mm 
we already at a standstill. Mm-hmm. It's cold outside. We're broken down on the side of the road. We can't just leave our car there and the U-Haul there. We're going to have to pay for that later on. So what 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 are we going to do? But once again, we're like, you know what? We just gonna, we're just going to keep pushing. So a cop ends up showing up. Um, he was able to drive out some, get in contact with dispatch. They were able to get somebody there to us, fix the U-Haul and all that. So two and a half hours later, we back on our merry way, yep, right? Yep, And we make it here, what was it, the weekend? Yeah, it was a weekend. It was like a Saturday. We, we got here on, a, on Sunday. So the whole drive there, it was what, about 16, 17 Yes, hours? about 17, yep. It gave us time to just talk. Mm-hmm. So we're making plans. We're making goals. Like, you know, we're going to get there. We're going to stay at my parents' house. Because we are blessed. My parents opened their doors to us. Because my parents is, like, one of the only ones that actually knew our situation. Yeah. And hold on. Don't forget, we were traveling with three babies. Yeah. We were traveling with three babies, too. And they're the ones that actually, they're the only ones that actually knew our situation. So we're like, you know, we, we're going to have to find a way to get a place of our own. And our we made a goal for ourselves. We're like, you know what? We're going to celebrate this Christmas as a brand new start in our own place. You remember that? Yeah. So we got there, was it October? Mm-hmm. It was October, yep. Because I started the job on, the, what, the 27th of October? Before Thanksgiving, we were in our own place. Yeah. And not to mention, y'all, like. The, the blessing of our own place. Yeah. Was another thing, cause the house that we got, we again trying to get our money right, trying to find somewhere. We're like, you know, we could have stayed down here in the boonies. It was this rundown, honey looking house that we looked at at first. My mom was like, "Yeah, I don't know about this one." <laughs> it had a little attic area. Yeah, it was it was honey looking. So the house that we ended up moving into, you guys get this, was on the market for sixteen hundred dollars a month. Uh-huh. $1,600 a month. We got it for what? A thousand? $1,000 a month was our rent. Yep. So they knocked $600. And that became home for the next, what, seven years? Yeah. But let me let me also mention the fact that the job, I was came from making like, what, $12, $13 an hour to making a little bit over $20,000 with all the overtime that I can have. And life slowly started to come together, yep. right? That yep. right there was a time in our life, though, that we were at a very dark moment. Yeah. We didn't know which way we were going to go. We knew that at the end of the day, we could only go up. But it really is a time in our life where we're like, we learn to appreciate that time. And we take every opportunity that we can now to give our testimony and hopefully let the key, that key right there, the R-Pass, unlock you guys' prison. Absolutely. Because I know there's someone out there who's going through situations. There's someone out there who don't know where they're going to go next. There's someone out there who doesn't see a way out. There's someone out there who's like, you know, I'm stuck here. I'm just here to tell you, bro, you are not stuck. Nope. You are not. We came from not having a pot to pee in or a window to throw it out of to being consumed with nothing but greatness. We have manifested, prayed, and have faith on a life that is greater than we could have ever imagined. Everything down to the house that we live in now, we purchased a house. We were able to purchase a house. Mm-hmm. 
in freaking the COVID time frame. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> we were able to purchase a house that, again, was a blessing that was laid in our lap. Yeah. Because once you start having that faith and once you start manifesting that greatness in your life, that's all that's yeah. going to follow you. You just got to be able to take that first step, right? Absolutely. And look, we, we kind of sugarcoating a little bit because let me tell you, we were way behind on our rent at that time in Georgia. We were in the middle of getting our car repossessed. You remember that? Yeah. The only the reason they didn't, look, repossessed. the only reason they didn't repossess our car because they couldn't find it. They couldn't find it. <laughs> but the the thing about it is we would need more than a 30-minute podcast to tell our whole story. Yes. We'll need more than a 30-minute podcast to tell where we come from. We'll need more than a 30-minute pro- podcast to break down the many blessings that have came to us from times where it's like we didn't know where our next penny was going to come from to pay a bill and we go to yeah. call and pay the bill and they're like oh you don't have anything due this month exactly. like blessings on top of blessings on top of blessings before we get ready to end we're gonna i'll tell you one more testimony we might have to do a part two because yeah. we got to get to where we are now but when we first got married we had um bought everything that we needed for our house right and we had nothing left over nothing <laughs> we not had a, no money left not over. a dime so, we went, we sat down, we prayed, we were like, look, we really, we don't have anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> a way has got to be made. And that's the thing. We always have that, a way is going to be made. Because yeah. as long as you're speaking into existence, it's going to happen. Yeah. So, we are like, you know, something's going to happen. So, I, we feel it, something's going to happen. Lord, you know what we need. And you... I know you're going to make something happen. Absolutely. So that same day, we go to church, right? <laughs> yep. And as we're leaving church, one of the deacons stop us. And he's like, hey, hey, I never gave you guys a wedding gift. And we're looking at each other like we never had a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh, well, we appreciate you. And he hands us an envelope, right? And... As we get back in the car and we're on our way home, we open that envelope. And in that envelope was a check with enough money for us to last until mm-hmm. the next time we got paid. And they crazy? <laughs> because we always believe a way is going to be made absolutely, out of no way. Absolutely. And with all the golden nuggets that we usually drop during podcasts, that's one of the, the nuggets that I'm like, if you don't take anything else from the KC Vibe podcast, just know that you manifest your own greatness. Yeah, absolutely. You put the vibes out there. If you are sitting at home and you're like, there ain't no way I'm going to be able to pay this bill this month, guess what's going to happen? If you sitting at home and you, in a way I'm going to be able to afford gas to go to work tomorrow, guess what's going to happen? Exactly. I'm speaking that into existence. There is a time in everyone's life where they have to realize that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Whether you are a spiritual person or you are not a spiritual person, you still have to realize that you speak life and death in everything that you say. You speak life and death over your children, over your marriage, over your job, over your life. You speak that life into you. And if you don't speak that life of greatness... You ain't going to have it. You ain't going to be great. 
So next time I, I double dog dare you that next time you're going through a situation and you don't know how you're going to get out of that situation, I double dog dare you to say, you know what? Everything going to be all right. Yeah. You know what? Everything going to be more than all right. We going to get through this. Don't just say it. Believe in it. Believe, believe it. Believe in it. Believe it. Speak it and believe it. Because... As we look back over just the times that we done had in our relationship, we walk in testimony. Yeah, man. I'm telling you. And if it can happen for us, it can happen for you guys. Absolutely. It can happen for anybody. When we first started this podcast, I had about three people who I know for a fact listen to this podcast on the regular. <laughs> And we asked that, you know, when we first started this, we're like, let us be able to touch somebody. Let us be able to say the right words to someone who needs to hear those words at that very given moment. Absolutely. So what started out as us just wanting to, you know, talk to people, tell our testimony and all that, started out with, what, three people listening to it. Mm-hmm. Now we're reaching people, what was it, in Africa. In Africa, yeah. Now we're getting views. We used to get what probably about a good four downloads, <laughs> and then that's it. Now we're, we're now we're getting random downloads every day. Yep. The support is coming in. I'm getting messages. Hey, I really appreciated you saying this, or I really appreciated listening to this. And that right there, that's the goal. That, that is. That's what we're trying to do. Yes, yeah, exactly what we're trying to do, man. And we. Trying to reach people, let people know that if there's a will, there's a way. Sometimes you got to create that will. And that will will come from exactly how you're thinking and how you're speaking. And your vibes that you are putting out there. So don't think that, hey, you're down and out to look and you can't do this and that. Start thinking positive, man. Right, because life is a vibe. That's it why is. we KT vibe. Life All is a day. vibe, y'all. All day. And if you guys have anything you want to add, any questions you want to ask, any advice that you want, even if you want to stay anonymous, go ahead and reach us at askkcvibe at gmail.com. That's A-S-K-K-C-V-I-B-E at gmail.com. As usual, you can meet... Yeah. As usual, (laughs) you can reach me on all my socials. You can find me at the real underscore knockout. On uh, Instagram, or AO underscore KO and the number two on TikTok. That's AYO underscore KAYO and the number two. If you're looking for KC Vibe, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and now you can even find us on Instagram at KC underscore Vibe Podcast. That's at KC underscore Vibe Podcast. And if you're still out there in the world wondering where you can listen to us, where you can play catch up, just Google us, baby. Google us. We will pop up. We are wherever you guys listening to your podcast. Real talk. Now, if you want to holler at your boy, man, you can catch me on Instagram and TikTok at martymar 86 That's at martimar 86 And, guys, look, you guys stay tuned on all the new episodes. And the only way to do that, you know, you got to hit that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button so you can stay updated with everything that we're putting out there. Yes, sir. And if it, if you guys are loving what, us, what we're saying, don't forget to go ahead and rate us. Yeah, give us a rating, man. Yeah, Honest rate. opinion. Rate us. Give, us. give us a little review. Tell us what you think. Eight more than 92. Yes, sir.
Well, we, I think I think we didn't talk these folks' ears off enough. Oh, we're gonna have to right? do a part two on this one. We are. There's there's so much to cover. The thirty minutes is not enough to cover all of it. Like I feel like we just like yeah, this is going cliff for, notes. Yeah, just yeah. Hey, we didn't even get into grinding details. Tossing, <laughs> I, I yeah. feel like it was cliff notes. Yeah, cause we still getting blessings upon this day. Yes, sir. We'll yeah, talk absolutely. about it some more down the line. Absolutely, right? yeah, we will. Well, people, as always, I am the K. And your boy here to see. Thanks for vibing with us. All right. Bye. Bye.